thought the NCAA tournament was crazy. Wait until you see this eight-game NBA slate. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. It's the Sportsline DFS Podcast. And Mike, it's Jeremy Lamb Night. Jeremy Lamb Night. What could go wrong? Yeah, nothing's ever gone wrong when Jeremy Lamb was 60% owned, as he may be tonight, maybe even higher. Let's just jump straight to the big news. Nicholas Batum and Cody Zeller. Well, Batum's out. Zeller's doubtful for the Hornets. We don't think that Zeller's going to play either, and that's why everyone's going to play Jeremy Lamb. Brandon Ingram out for the Lakers. Miles Turner is questionable for the Pacers, but DeMontis Sabonis is out, so they may be very shorthanded down low. Kevin Love, Seti Oseman, and Tristan Thompson are out for the Cavs, or is Kevin Love out right now, Mike? Kevin Love has just been upgraded to questionable tonight. Uh, there's a chance that it looks like there's a chance he's going to play. I think it's kind of unlikely, but he's questionable. And Larry Nance, Rodney Hood, both also questionable for the Cavs in that game. Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, Laurie Markman, all out for the Bulls. Noah Vonley is questionable in case you were thinking about playing him. Andrew Harrison, questionable for Memphis. All of Memphis is questionable. Let's be real. Dwayne Wade, Hassan Whiteside, both out for the Heat. Kawhi Leonard still out for the Spurs and their matchup with the kind of Warriors, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, all going to be out for the Warriors. I said it was Jeremy Lamb night. I'll give a different name as well, Mike. I'm playing Draymond Green all over the place on FanDuel. Yeah, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. Draymond's really the only guy that I would have any real interest in at this point, you know, knowing that this matchup with the Spurs isn't really a good one. The Warriors are playing down in pace, not just because of playing without Steph Curry, but just the projected pace against the Spurs, it's a big pace down spot for them. Uh, but I, I agree with Draymond. I do think that Draymond is going to be the best play in that game. And I'm staying away from LeBron James, at least on FanDuel tonight. His price up to 13100 And yes, he's been worth it lately. At least 68.9 FanDuel points in each of his last three games. He hasn't been below 50 since March the 5th. I, I'm just not feeling paying 13-1 for LeBron on FanDuel tonight. Yeah, I, I don't think I can get there either. And, you know, he's probably going to score 55 to 65 FanDuel points, which is fine. Uh, it's just that price point over 13,000, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, I'll probably, I, I won't have a ton of LeBron. I might have one share. Uh, I'm probably going to stay away from the two bigs that I like to pick on with Embiid and Drummond. Uh, I think that Dwight Howard could put up similar numbers tonight, especially with Batum out a little more usage to go around. So I'm probably not paying up for either of those guys. Yeah, Howard at 8400 on FanDuel is $2,500 cheaper than Joel Embiid. And let's just say it, Joel Embiid's been awesome lately. In his last game, a back-to-back against the Brooklyn Nets put up 60 FanDuel points in 32 minutes. So he's got big upside, and but he wasn't great the last time these two met. Yeah, like I said, it's just uh, not not a good spot for him, in my opinion. Uh, just really because of the uh, Dwight Howard situation, I just I can't pay that much more for Embiid. Heading over to the sports line odds page, Milwaukee Bucks at Cleveland. The Cavs are two and a half point favorites, the highest over under the night at two twenty four. Cavs will be without their head coach Tyron Lue, who's stepping away from coaching for it sounds like a week to try to get his health back in order he wasn't sleeping he was having chest pain so we hope he feels better do we think the Cavs will be any different without him uh I I really don't think so I mean we all kind of know that this is LeBron's team Uh, I mean you know they're certainly different tonight knowing that Rodney Hood and Larry Nance have both already been ruled out uh City Osman is out as well Tristan Thompson out 
Uh, so there's a lot to go around there. I mean, the real question here is what happens with Kevin Love. If Kevin Love somehow is upgraded to probable and plays, I think he becomes a must play. Uh, at $3,500, I don't see any way that you can build a lineup without Kevin Love here. Uh, because in this situation, I don't see him coming back and just playing five or 10 minutes. I would expect him to play 20 to 25. Uh, so I, I think Kevin Love is the guy that we really need to watch for in this game. And if Love is out with all the other players the Cavs are going to be missing, I, I gave Ante Zizic a hard time in the summer because he did not look in su- great in summer league basketball, I didn't think. But if he's going to get 20 minutes for a team that doesn't have Love or Tristan Thompson, Zizic just 3,900, I think you have to give him a look. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. If Love, if we get news early that Love is out, I definitely think he's one of the best value center options. And if that's the case, then I might back up a little bit on the fading of LeBron. I might squeeze him in on the lineup or two, knowing, you know, if I can pay 3,900 at center. Uh, so that, that's something we're going to have to watch for this afternoon. A guy that's been almost as hot as LeBron. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 73.9 FanDuel points in his last game, had 67.5 in the game before that. On FanDuel, he is $600 less than LeBron. On DraftKings, he is 900 less, just 10,800 on DraftKings. I like Giannis quite a bit over on DraftKings. Yeah, for me, if you're going to play Giannis, I would do it on DraftKings. Uh, on FanDuel, I think I'd probably lean LeBron and try to figure out a way to pay the extra 600 for it. But over there on DraftKings, at that price, and you know, just the scoring really does nice things for his skill set. So I really think that Giannis is a great play over on DraftKings tonight. Is there anybody else we're considering on the Bucks? I know it's a good matchup for Eric Bledsoe, but he's $8,000, and there's several point guards just a little bit cheaper than him that I, that I like. Jabari Parker is always kind of an interesting value play, getting buckets off the bench, but power forward is exceptionally deep tonight. Yeah, no, it's way too deep. I, I don't have a ton of interest. Um, I mean, if you want to try and stack the game up a little bit, I could see using Chris Middleton a little bit, but I, I don't think that there's a you know i don't think there's a ton of upside here in this spot so probably not a bunch of interest in this game for me let's move over to charlotte at philadelphia the sixers eight point favorites 221 over under again charlotte playing without batum that should give more usage to both kimball walker and dwight howard the numbers say it's a slightly better matchup for walker at 7800 he was terrible in his last game at New York, just 12.2 FanDuel points. But before that, he'd been relatively reliable. Yeah, I know. He's been very reliable. Uh, I, I think this is a spot where you're going to be using some Kimball Walker in your lineups tonight. Uh, you know, looking this season with Batum and these guys off the floor, uh, Walker's had a usage rate of 26.5%, uh, which has resulted in just over a fantasy point a minute. Uh, you know, we know he's going to play 35, 38 minutes in this game, uh, which gives him a pretty high floor. So, you know, given the extra opportunity here and the matchup's really not bad, I, I think Kimba Walker is one of the better point guard plays tonight. Another guy that had been playing very good basketball had it come to a screeching halt over the weekend. Robert Covington, just 14.2 FanDuel points against the Nets. But before that, had been extremely reliable between 30 and 40 FanDuel points. He's $6,000. I'm more likely to play Covington with Batum out, I think. But I still don't know if I'm going to have room for him at a forward position. Yeah, it's a very... Interesting decision here tonight. I, you know, unfortunately I used him the other day when he put up the 14 fantasy points. Uh, but I, I like that now because I do think that will scare a few people off. So I do think that I'm probably more likely to roster him again tonight after that. 
Uh, but like you said, the question is, can you really get him in because those positions are so deep? I think that you can, and I will probably be using him in a few lineups. Uh, but I'm not ready to say that I'm like locking him in every lineup like I am with Jeremy Lamb. He's $100 cheaper on DraftKings, and that's not necessarily the reason I'm more likely to use him on DraftKings. It's because you get to play so many more forwards. You can fit him in pretty easily, even if you want to play LeBron or if you want to play Giannis or if you want to play Jeremy Lamb, who can move to shooting guard on DraftKings. I, I think Covington, like Giannis, an easier guy to play on DraftKings. Totally agree. Makes a ton of sense. Lakers are at the Pacers. Pacers four and a half point favorites, two eighteen point five over under. Remember when we thought the Lakers were getting better at defense? Well, they're not anymore. They're the worst team in the NBA against small forwards, bottom five against power forwards and centers. An interesting situation though, if Miles Turner and Sabonis are both out for the Pacers, who are you leaning towards here? Uh, I mean, I still think you got to look at, at Victor Oladipo. I know he doesn't directly benefit uh, at the position that he plays, but. The Pacers have the largest pace differential tonight of any team, uh, playing way up in pace against the Lakers. You just mentioned they're the worst team defensively. Uh, so I, I think Victor Oladipo, you know, we haven't seen him score more than 33 fantasy points in any of his last three games, uh, which is a little concerning at 9,100, but I'm going to pretty much throw that out. So I think Oladipo, and I still like Corey Joseph. I, I really think the guards are going to be what make up the difference here tonight for them. I'm going to give you a name, and it's not a name that I thought we would be saying on the 2018 installment of the Daily Sports Line DFS podcast, but Al Jefferson has played 25 minutes in each of his last two games, scored 43 FanDuel points against the Raptors, 30 against the Washington Wizards. He's like 117 years old, but 4,700 on FanDuel, he's, what, 43 on DraftKings? I think I'm going to have a little Al Jeff. Uh, yeah, I mean, if Turner is ruled out also, I will have Al Jefferson. If Turner's not ruled out, I don't know that I will go there. It'll be, uh, it'll be close. I mean, what he's done is nice. I don't know that it'll continue. Uh, the Lakers, some of, you know, depending on how they match up and everything, they're pretty athletic still, uh, which is a little concerning for Al Jeff at his age. But if Miles Turner is out, I will definitely have Al Jefferson in my life. And I wonder if, like, I guess what we you could do is you can plug Al Jefferson in, and then if Turner's out, you play Jefferson. If Love's out, you play Zizich. And maybe there's a chance if both out, you play both. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good strategy. That's that's definitely how you should attack that at this point in the day. Anyone on the Lakers side of this game that you're interested in? Uh, Julius Randle, uh, especially if those guys are out. I, I you know, if with Sabonis out, if Miles Turner is out. That matchup becomes a heck of a lot easier for Julius Randle, who's been absolutely crushing value recently for the Lakers. Uh, and I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to do that again tonight. So I do think Julius Randle, I know the position is very deep tonight and probably not a popular opinion to pay up for him, but I almost prefer him to Draymond Green straight up. On on DraftKings, I absolutely do. He's, what, a $1,000 cheaper on both sites, but I feel like I'm going to need that money more. He's 1300 cheaper on DraftKings and 1100 on FanDuel. I feel like I'm going to need that money more on DraftKings tonight. But yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of opportunity there for Randall tonight. I don't dislike Lonzo Ball. I can absolutely see he and uh, Kemper Walker getting into a, I, I guess not really a shootout, because Lonzo doesn't shoot that much. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't see that happening. But I do like Lonzo Ball. I do think that uh, if you're looking to pay up for uh, at point guard there, I, I think Lonzo Ball is a pretty good option. I think that he's... You know, I mean, he's going to be defended by Corey Joseph for part of the night. 
your you, you like is Corey Joseph the new Michael Beasley that we have to say his name? Speaking of Michael Beasley, the Bulls are at the Knicks. Knicks are five point favorites, two seventeen over under. Bulls, one of the worst teams, period, but also awful at defending centers. Ennis Cantor coming off of a stinker against the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, he had 24.8 FanDuel points, only played 14 minutes. I don't, like, Cantor's really cooled off from that hot streak he had earlier in the month. Yeah, he's definitely cooled off, but I, I do like the matchup here. Uh, you know, I, I hope that he plays more than 14 minutes. Uh, that That's kind of concerning. I'd like to see 25, 27. Uh, but I don't think he's a bad play here against the Bulls. The Bulls are just absolutely terrible. They're tanking about as, about as hard as you can. And I, I think Ennis Cantor is an interesting option. Uh, you know, the only way I'm really playing him, though, is if uh, Miles Turner is ruled in, maybe Kevin Love plays, and we don't have those two value plays available. I, I think that's a scenario where Cantor is a good option. Michael Beasley, 6,600 on DraftKings. No chance I'm playing him at that price. But 57 over on FanDuel. If I don't play LeBron or Giannis on FanDuel, I could see sneaking Beasley in. Yeah, I think, you know, you're right. Beasley on FanDuel, that's the only place you can play him. There's no way you can play him on DraftKings tonight. But he does make a nice pivot from Robert Covington, or if you wanted to play up for another guy, Denzel Valentine, in this game. I think that Michael Beasley, you know, he should have plenty of opportunity here against the Bulls. Denver at Miami. This game has a 216 over under. Heat only two-point favorites. This might be kind of a sneaky type game to stack. Jokic at 10,000 I think will be a popular option with Hassan Whiteside ruled out once again. How do we feel about Bam? I mean, I think you have to – he has to be on your radar. I mean, he's 3,600 on FanDuel there. I think it's a pretty fair price. You know, he's going to play 25 to 27 minutes. And, you know, I also like his teammate, James Johnson. I, but I tell you, on Bam, the question will be, you, you probably go ahead and plug him in now, knowing that if Kevin Love is upgraded to probable and is going to get 25 minutes, you just swap to Kevin Love, who's $100 cheaper. The problem I have, Mike, is I've only blocked four players in on FanDuel, and two of them already were power forwards before we got to Bam. Well, so yeah. it, it does put you in a difficult position. We, I'm going to leave Draymond in there. I'm going to put Bam at power forward. And knowing that if you prefer, you can you can go with uh, Julius Randle over Draymond. I think that will be a very contrarian tournament type play. But Bam's going in at power forward with the knowledge that if Kevin Love plays, Love goes in over Bam. Yes, that's exactly how I would handle that. Anyone else? Are, are you not really feeling the uh, Denver Miami sneaky stick? I mean, I think it's totally fine. Uh, you know, it's certainly for me, it's tournament only. Um, but I, I think it's, I think it could be fine. I, you know, I like James Johnson a lot, but again, the same problem we're running into is we, we don't have enough room to play all these forwards that we want to play. Uh, so, you know, maybe if you want to play Will Barton, I think that that could be a contrarian play at shooting guard. You know, he's really kind of struggled recently, uh, but maybe he can get it going in this matchup. We'll just move on to the next game then. Oh, this is an exciting one. Memphis Grizzlies at the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn, a five-and-a-half-point favorite, 211 over-under. We've, we've done everything but say we're avoiding Memphis on this podcast, but Brooklyn obviously is the ultimate test of that because they are terrible defensively, the worst in the league against point guards and centers, second worst against power forwards. Are you still just fading the Grizzlies? I am not. Uh, I guess I just love punishment because I will be using Tyreek Evans tonight. Uh, we also just got news that Mark Gasol is now questionable. He did not go through shoot-around today. 
So a little more usage for Tyreek. Tyreek's obviously playing up in pace against the Nets. Uh, I personally, I'm going to be playing Tyreek Evans, and I know that some of you might hate that, but that is what the model says to do, and that's what I'm going to do. So yeah, I'm not fading the Grizzlies because Tyreek Evans is too good of a play in my opinion. So let's just assume for a moment that Gasol is out, and we know how terrible the Nets have been against all all big men this year. Are we looking at Deontay Davis? Are we looking at Jarrell Martin? Are we looking at Jamichael Green? Who, which way are you leaning there? Oh man, I guess maybe Davis just because I need a center. I just, you know, power forward is way, way too crowded. Um, you know, I don't think that with Gasol out, I mean, I'd have to really run some numbers here to try and see if I can get one of those guys over the other power forwards we've already mentioned, but I don't think that there's any real scenario in which that's going to happen. I, I think Davis would be the guy, and I, I don't feel great about that. You can kind of move Davis into that Zizic and Al Jeff conversation where one of those guys is go- You're going to have cheap centers available tonight, at least one of them. Yeah, no, at least one of those guys is going to be available. That's definitely the conversation he belongs in, and it's really just going to depend on what happens with Cleveland, in my opinion. Detroit is at Sacramento. The Pistons three-and-a-half-point favorites, an over-under of 205.5. Sacramento has struggled defending down low. Drummond, 10,600, somebody you're staying away from. Blake Griffin's seen his price fall just a little bit, down to 8,100. He's been up and down, but a lot of 40s in his game log. No, he's been up and down, and I, I think that he's you know kind of like Julius Randle. Uh, I think it's a nice pivot from Draymond. The, the issue there still is Draymond, you know, a bad game from Draymond's probably 35 FanDuel points here. I don't think Draymond's going to score 60, but... You know, the scenario in which Blake scores 50 or 60 and Draymond only scores like 25 is just, in my opinion, astronomically low. So I don't think you gain a ton by fading him. But if you're someone that just wants to take a stance on not playing Draymond and trying to play for upside there, I do think Blake is the best option. Let's talk about Draymond because that's the final game. Golden State at San Antonio. Spurs seven-point favorites. You've got a 2-0-3 over-under. Spurs are a terrible matchup for just about every position. But in the two games that Draymond has played... Without Curry, without Clay, without Kevin Durant, he's getting 16 shots a game. He's still rebounding at a high rate. He's still getting a ton of assists. He'd scored 50 and 53 FanDuel points in those two games. He's probably too expensive for cash games on DraftKings, where he's 9,600 now. I'm not, I don't think he'd be within $2,000 of LeBron, but there's a, a big difference between those guys on FanDuel. He's at 85. Do you like Aldridge at all at 92? Uh, I mean, I, I do, but for me, I, I like Aldridge, but I really, I really like Julius Randle more. Like, you know, the savings that you're getting with Julius Randle versus LaMarcus Aldridge, I, I don't see any way that I'm paying up for Aldridge in that spot. So let's look at the rest of the Warriors here, because there's obviously a ton of minutes available with all of these guys out. Omri Caspi also not playing. Swaggy P, 5,500 now, scored 20 points in their most recent game, 33 FanDuel points. He played 41 minutes against the Phoenix Suns. Do you have any interest in Nick Young? Oh, man, it's, uh, I mean, if I need a shooting guard with the, you know, I have 6K left and I need a shooting guard, I don't have a problem with it. But, you know, Nick Young against the Spurs just doesn't sound like a good idea. Well, I mean, I the only thing I would think about that is it would seem like a good coach pop type defensive maneuver is just let him shoot 25 times. 
<laughs> That's very, very true. We might see that. The, the thing is, is they don't have to let him shoot 25 times. He's going to shoot 25 times no matter <laughs> what. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Nick Young is a fine play. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I, I just, you know, if, if the salary cap works out, then sure, I'm fine with it. But I'm certainly not rushing to jam Nick Young in my lineups. And no one ever should be. Let's talk about lineups now on FanDuel. We have Kimball Walker. Tyreek Evans, Jeremy Lamb, Draymond Green, and Bam Adebayo. Remember, Bam could be kind of a placeholder for Kevin Love if Love comes back, but otherwise, we're fine with him at 3,600 on FanDuel, much better value than he is on DraftKings. We have 68.25 remaining per player. Let's look at center first because we've talked about some of the cheap options, and there are a bunch of them. Would you be comfortable starting your lineup with Zizic or Jefferson? or Davis at this point, just knowing you're going to have to play one of them? And if you do, you pretty much have to start with Jefferson. Uh, yeah, I'm very comfortable with that because, I, you know, we know that there's going to be value opening up today, so I, I definitely think that that's a good move. So we got 7,500 remaining for three positions. We can absolutely go play a stud if we want to. I'm not sure we can – if we go to LeBron, though, it's only 4,750 remaining for point guard and shooting guard. I'm not sure we want to go that far. No, I don't think we do. I think we want to actually build a little more of a balanced lineup tonight with some of the upper tier players. And those would be guys like Victor Oladipo, Lonzo Ball, someone like that. So I would probably start by plugging in Oladipo here. I plugged in Oladipo, leaves 6750 You can also put in Lonzo Ball, leaves you $6,000 for a small forward. And I think that there, there's probably somebody that fits into that range okay, isn't there? Oh, yeah. It's Robert Covington or Michael Beasley. I think I prefer Covington. I, I definitely prefer Covington as much as I love Michael Beasley. Uh, I, I'm very excited to go play Robert Covington tonight, especially with Nick Batum off the floor. So the FanDuel lineup, or at least the early edition of the FanDuel lineup, Kimball Walker, Lonzo Ball, Tyreek Evans, Victor Oladipo, Jeremy Lamb, Robert Covington, Draymond Green, Bam Adebayo, and Al Jefferson. Just keep in mind, you've got to watch for injury news tonight. And if you really don't want to watch for injury news tonight, then what you should do is subscribe to Sportsline. You can go use the promo code DFS Podcast. You can get your first month for just $1, and you can get Mike's lineups with the latest information there at Sportsline.com. Let's go over to DraftKings, where we have Jeremy Lamb at shooting guard. I plugged in Giannis at small forward, Covington at power forward, we have Al Jefferson at center in kind of a similar situation. We know we'll play one of those guys at center. The one thing I'll say about that is Bam is not somebody I'm probably looking to play. He's not my fallback option. He's 4,900 on DraftKings. That feels like you're paying for ceiling without much room. Yeah, no, I'm not paying up for Bam's ceiling. Uh, I definitely agree with you there. That's not even on my radar there on DraftKings. I think at point guard, we're still looking maybe at somebody like Kimball Walker or Alonzo Ball. Alonzo's 75, Walker's 78. Which one do you like more on DraftKings tonight? Uh, I think that I'll probably go with Alonzo at this point. Um, you know, we, we've got Jeremy Lamb in there for Charlotte already. We've got Robert Covington on the Philly side. I, I think I want to go with Lonzo here. Uh, I, I like this matchup for Lonzo. Okay, so we've got 57.66 remaining for a guard, a forward, and a utility. Swaggy is just $5,000. He's calling your name. Mike, who, what, what, what cheap guards are you looking at tonight on DraftKings? Well, I mean, can I, should I mention my guy Corey Joseph again or not? At 4,400 playing up in pace against the Lakers, I really don't hate him. I know that 
we, you know, as, as a team, we don't necessarily think he's the best player. I think he's fine. Um, at 4,400, if I needed a cheap guard, he's one that I would be looking towards. Corey Joseph is in our lineup. Mike feels, man, if we could just get both Michael Beasley and Corey Joseph in the same lineup, I, I cannot imagine how excited Mike would be to play that lineup. So at forward, we have a forward and utility left now. We're at 6450. Who are we looking at at the forward position? Uh, at forward, um, you know, if you're looking to get good value on the guy, Denzel Valentine's been pretty good recently. Uh, similar situation where he's just a much better value on DraftKings than he is on FanDuel at 5,700. I think that's a fine play. Uh, the other guy, though, that we haven't talked about yet, Bohan Bogdanovich. If Miles Turner's out, Sabonis is already out. He hasn't played well recently, but he's going to play 32 minutes tonight in this game for the Pacers against the Lakers. We've already talked about how the Lakers have been really struggling against the small forward position and really every position. So if you want to save a thousand bucks there, I think that at 4,700, Bohan makes a lot of sense. And that leaves us, if we, if we, let's just plug in Valentine for now. Okay. And because that leaves us in a situation with another guy we haven't talked about that has been on fire lately, and that's Bobby Portis. 37, 33, 37, 45 in his last four games in terms of DraftKings points. He is the guy we'd be sitting right there at 7,200 for utility. He's 71. Do you like him there? Or is there somebody in that same price range you like more? Uh, no, in that price range, I, I think that it's pretty clearly going to be Bobby Portis. Uh, I like it a lot because he's not going to be owned tonight. I, I don't see many people paying up for Portis at this point. Uh, so I like this play a lot. So the DraftKings lineup, Lonzo Ball, Jeremy Lamb, Giannis, Covington, Al Jefferson, Corey Joseph, Darnell Valentine, Denzel Valentine. If we play Darnell, we're not getting any fantasy points from him because fantasy sports did, did not exist back then. Bobby Portis at the utility. That does it for the Monday edition of the Sportsline DFS podcast. I will be gone for the next couple of days. Mike's been jet-setting around the world. I'm going to take off into the woods where there is no internet available, but Chris Towers or Adam Azer will be here over the next two days with Mike to give you NBA and PGA advice, and I'll talk to you again on Thursday. 